Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Eh, well, I turned 30 this weekend, and you know what? I'm now a grumpy Pokemon trainer. So let me start by saying, back in my day... There were only 150 Pokemon. 151 if you counted Mew. It wasn't all this gajillion Pokemon or whatever it is. Now I don't remember the number. Also, when you had a Charizard card, you were the man. You were awesome. Not so much anymore. I don't understand it. Anyway. Oh, oh, oh. Before I go. Just remember... We didn't have, uh, in their, uh, Pokemon podcast to help people out. No, you had to learn on your own. Yeah. Anyway, get off my lawn. And coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one and only Buckle Podcast. Cue your music or something. I don't know. And welcome to the 306th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my excellent co-hosts, Professor Snag and Sublime Manic. And as always, we're here to bring you the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name I came up with in 2007. And we are a podcast that talks everything Pokemon, from the video game, the trading card game, the manga... And uh, occasionally, let's see, Pokemon Rumble. There we go. There's like a random piece of, uh, there's a little nugget for you of uh, random Pokemon. I like, I like Pokemon Rumble. <laughs> I I I like Pokemon Rumble in its concept that w- of what it once was. <laughs> and then it became, hey, here's a really cheap Pokemon idea that we can make a freemium game out of. And then that's what happened. And so, like, the original Pokemon Rumble concept, I was really, I, I, I could agree. I could definitely agree. Um, I think the first two, I think Rumble was on the Wii and then Rumble U, uh, or Rumble Blast, was that on the Wii U as well? Um, I don't know. The uh, one that was on the Wii, Wii U, I think Wii was... Wii was Rumble Blast. They, they sold the, um, uh, the figures with it as well. Yeah, the one, yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of, because the figures are the cool part. Um, the, the Pokemon Amiibo before Amiibo were things. Yes. And so, <laughs> uh, 
But they sell Pokemon Amiibo on PokemonCenter.com now anyway, so who cares? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but what have you guys been up to in Pokemon lately? It's been a while since either of you were on the show. It's been a little bit. Yeah, it's been a little bit. That teacher life, you know. Yeah, exactly. teacher life, exactly, yeah. <laughs> you have your two teachers on. <laughs> That's true. Um... um. Uh, so I just got. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead, Snag. No, no, you're, you're talking. Go, All right, go for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just got Pocket Tournament DX because I have a Switch now, and I did not have a Wii U because why would I? Um, Honestly, you should. And I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> and I'm really enjoying that. Uh, I'm playing. I'm, I guess I'm maining as Gengar, which I've been learning really well. Uh, compared to everyone else, I'm still trying to learn all the characters. And then I downloaded uh, Pokemon Gold since Gen 2 came out, and yeah, I got absolutely. through the first badge so far. And that's been, like, nostalgia times a thousand, because I was eight years old when it came out, and, like, that's my childhood. Like, mm-hmm. that is the pinnacle of my childhood. And then I've been playing the Draft League, and it's just there's been a lot going on. It's been a busy time. I know. Puckle's, like, gearing up, man. <laughs> like, there's, like, so much more going on than there used to be. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nutsos. I can't get over it. Uh, what about you, Snag? What have, what have you been up to? Um, you know, I'm going to echo a lot of things that Sublime said, working on uh, the Draft League. Uh, I've been playing Gold, and I decided to uh, try it as a Nuzlocke. It's not going well. <laughs> um, but I, I'm past the first gym as well. And uh, one, one other thing that's a little bit interesting, so at the school that I teach at, every Wednesday during like our – it's almost like a study hall time. We call it advisory – um, mm-hmm. students can go to like different clubs and I started up a Pokemon club this week. Ooh. Oh, that's awesome. Actually. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah, that, you so... had, you had the best week of all of us now. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was only for about a half hour and all we did was really talk about, you know, what are we going to do in this club? And there were like a handful of things and, uh, like, Oh, let's talk about gym leaders. Let's talk about basically I'm thinking, uh, Oh, you know, this thing that all these things are things I've either written about or talked about on the podcast. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, so man. yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting that, uh, uh, going more into that, and um, yeah, that's just really cool. bestowing my knowledge upon the children in the most that's, important of subjects. That's really cool. Yeah, truly, truly. <laughs> oh man, it'd be really interesting. Yeah, because I I know there's some like Pokemon clubs around. I mean, in college campuses, is a little bit more intense because they do. Uh, it's like huge competitive scene. I'm really I'm really curious to see how yours goes. Yeah, and like I want to get them into competitive, but uh, like as I just kind of I mean, of don't push that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but like as I surveyed it, is like there uh, of the eight kids I had, only a handful of them have the current games. So. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, that's so. fair. Yeah, that's not fair. I mean, it's still something to do. It's that, it sounds cool. I'm really I'm really curious to see how it goes. Yeah, like, yeah, it'll, it'll be fun to see how how uh, it, it grows. But yeah, I was very uh, impressed to see that we had like uh, eight kids, and it was the morning of it. I emailed like a handful of them who are new are going to be like like. Uh, Pokemon Club today. Tell your friends, and so we got like eight kids to to come and join. So yeah, that's. I mean, that's still great. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's still great. I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm excited for you, and I want I want like next time you're on the show, I'm just gonna be like, what's going on with Pokemon Club? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, we meet every two weeks, so yeah, I'll, I'll keep you up to date. And of yeah. course, I said, hey, Mr. Ganson does these podcasts, so hey, if anyone's yeah. listening right there now, you are listening to uh, your teacher's alter ego. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't too much different from his regular ego, so. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to make, like, an ego joke, but I just couldn't. I couldn't do it fast <laughs> enough. Um, so, uh, for me, I've been doing – I've been actually doing a lot of Puckle stuff this week. Um, Draft League, of course. Uh, we stream that all the time. 
Uh, we bumped up the YouTube content this week. That was a lot of fun to do um, because I've been trying to teach myself VGC anyway. So we had a time where we started the video series where I'm going to try to ladder on VGC. I think we're going to shoot for like 1700 on the ladder. I'm, I'm fresh to the meta to an extent. Um, I'm not fresh to competitive Pokemon, but this meta, this meta really throws me for a loop. Let me tell you, you have to lose so much. You have to lose all the time. And so we did, so I did some of that. That's up on the YouTube now. You can check that out. There's going to be hopefully another round of those videos this week as well. And we're still doing the Piddle matches. We're casting those. On top of that, I've been working on some behind-the-scenes Puckle stuff um, because we're working on getting our new uh, our new merch store going. And we'll talk more about that later uh, because I'm going to make sure there's a special deal for people who want to jump in on that. Um, yeah, we've just got a lot of things going on right now. It's It's a busy time. <laughs> it's a busy time in the Puckle universe. So we're gonna we're gonna work on that. Um, anything else that I did? Nope, nope. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll kick it on over to the news then, because there are a few things that happened. So let's cue the epic music. to the news and in the news we have a few things to bring up so it, it wasn't like last week where we had a lot of uh, a lot of nonsense but the official guide for ultra sun and ultra moon was uh posted on amazon for japan and it return it reveals the return of our favorite features such as festival plaza and battle tree and pokey finder um and then and the battle, battle royale, royale which is actually a good feature and the pokey pelago are coming back as well so um, and it does seem to hint that there might be move tutors as well by saying like, hey, here's a place to find the new moves and stuff like that. But it could be referring to like newsy moves. So just something to just something to remember. Um, I, yeah. I'm, ex- I'm excited that um, Battle Royale comes back. Of course, I think we're all a little bit bummed that it's still Festival Plaza, but I can't really blame them. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, uh, I can't. Battle- I'm still mad about it. Mm mm. I I honestly I think it's fine because it's just like a way to transition us to like one screen again, and yeah, that fine. Let them do that. Uh, let's mm. see. So Marsh Shadow is coming uh, to the United States and North America. If you go to GameStop starting on October 9th, so that's uh, that's still like a week away. But I just want to remind everybody, Marsh Shadow's coming. You can grab a Marsh Shadow. It's already an Uber, so it doesn't matter. You can't use it to know you. Um. But you can use it for the Mutt Tournament. Yeah, you can use it for the Mutt Tournament. That is true. Uh, <laughs> you could definitely try to use Marshadow. I don't think it's the best option, but you can definitely try. Uh, there is an Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon bundle uh, that was announced this week as well. It's uh, You get 12 revives. I don't know what's with them in giving like these really awful items awful. for like, pre-ordering, pre-ordering and stuff like that. <laughs> right? Like It's just like, have 12 Quick Balls. And it's just like, I don't want this. Uh <laughs> Have 12 revives. I, I don't want this. And, uh, it also comes with a keychain, which, uh, as I, 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 I'm just so frustrated by the fact that these exist because, like, they used to just give you these things for pre-ordering at, like, GameStop and stuff like that. You go pick it up, you get a keychain, you know? Or what happened to giving out, uh, figures? Like, I have a really yeah. EA Ho-Oh Lugia figure I, or a Giratina. I, I will tell you exactly what happened with that. 
Um, it, they started putting it in TCG product. Yeah. Because uh, the Shining Legends uh, box that's coming out with like the Ho-Oh figure is the same Ho-Oh figure from is the Hardcore exactly Sil- Soul Silver. Yeah. It's the same figure from the Hardcore Soul Silver release. It's just the I can't believe it. So, <laughs> but that that answered your question about the figures, and I am just as upset about it as you are. So, because I remember I remember going to get Hardcore Soul Silver, and you got a cool little box with like a nice little figure in it. But no, no more. Let's see. Um, so, oh, I, this is for Snag because I'm gonna have him update everybody on the details because I don't know them, and he's my resident Pokemon Go expert. <laughs> um, so the, there's a Pokemon Go event going on right now for the Equinox. It's going until October 3rd. This episode will be posted on the second, so you have one day to capitalize. Uh, Snag, tell me everything that's going on. Something, something, eggs. <laughs> yeah, uh, so there are a handful of things going on. Uh, what is supposed to happen is there are, in two K eggs for this event, uh, you're supposed to get more Mareep, Larvitar, and Chansey, and like other rare Pokemon. I say supposed to because I've gone, so, <laughs> I say I've gone through, uh, like roughly 18 eggs or so. And yeah. four, like four of them have been two K eggs, and mm-hmm. one of them was a Larvitar, the rest were Oddish. Oh my and gosh. so I'm kind of peeved about this because I was promised Mareep and I need to get an Ampharos. And yeah, I know. Uh, I, I was gonna. I was gonna say. I'm like. I think like the one thing you're missing is like the Ampharos line. Uh, Ampharos and Unknown are the only things that yeah. I I can can get that aren't uh, in that aren't in America. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, I guess there's also double EXP, which I'm not too concerned about. I'm. I mean, I can still grow plenty, but I'm okay with the level I'm at right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just really frustrated that I was promised uh, 2K eggs that have Mareep, and, and it didn't have to be all of them. I just need to have a supply of 2K eggs to hatch. <laughs> and fair. I and I don't have them. So yeah, I'm I'm a little bit miffed about that. Oh man. Uh, okay. So moving on though, the Wii uh, shop channel is finally dying in 2019, January 31st, 2019. It's gonna die. Um, I was unaware that it was still alive, so surprise to me. Uh, but you can, uh, until then, you can pick up such great titles, uh, Pokemon-wise, as My Pokemon Ranch. Actually, I was super hyped for that game when it came out. I was, like, overly hyped for it, for what it was. Um, that, that was a fun summer, because every day you'd come back and, like, the ranch would grow. You'd get some rando trades with the person that runs the ranch. And uh, if you fill up the ranch, you get a Mew in Gen 4. So definitely, like, that's the only reason I think to get my Pokemon Ranch. Uh, Japan actually got an update for it that we never got, so it only works with Diamond and Pearl, not Platinum. So that means you need to catch a 1,000 Pokemon in, in yeah. those games. <laughs> yes, you have to catch a 1,000 Pokemon and put them in there. But then you get a, you get a Mew. Uh, so it's not that bad. And I think, I think it's, like, a cool little thing. Um, it... Like, if I were an adult and that came out, I would have put it on, like, the background in my TV or something. Because, like, just a bunch of random stuff happens. Yeah. And, like, it's adorable, a little chibi, and the music's kind of relaxing, so it's not bad. Um, I wouldn't But I got it when I was, like, 14. I wouldn't be opposed if they, you know, brought a brought that back and uh, but updated and still had the kind of chibi mm-hmm. uh, style, like, like Pokemon... Um, um, oh, what is it? I, we talked about it earlier in the show. What is it called? Oh, uh, Rumble. Uh, Rumble? Yeah. Yeah, which, which is another title that you can download on the Wii shop before it's gone. Yeah, so. Yeah, no, I, I like the chibi style. Maybe that's something they could do in the future with, uh, with the Switch. 
you know, um, because we're going to have Pokemon Bank definitely migrate over to that when it come when Gen 8 comes about. And that could be something they do. Instead of just seeing a box, you could have like a mode where like, hey, your Pokemon are all hanging out. And then you have uh, you have a cool thing you leave on your TV. <laughs> um, you could also download Pokemon Snap and Pokemon Puzzle League from there. I don't I think Snap and is on the Wii U Virtual Console, if I'm not mistaken, but I could be it wrong. Is. Um, well, those yeah. two games are treasures, so you should snatch those up while you can. Well, I think yes. I think they're not only available on the Wii on mm. the Wii Shop, but I think they're also available on the Wii U. Yes. Well, so are they on the uh, Switch? I need that on uh, the Switch. They no, are not. There's no Virtual Console on the Switch yet. I'm gonna need that. So they, or they, they need that. Make a new one. I think I think. Well, I think they're waiting until they start charging for online service. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's what I think they're going to do. Um, and then they're going to release... The, there's going to be that slow rollout of the virtual console, you know? All right. Uh, so finally, uh, we were talking about it beforehand, but the Puckle Mutt Tournament is starting up. You have until this Saturday to go ahead and register. You do need to have your team ready when you do that, or at least know your team. You don't have to have them ready and everything. We just need to know the names of the Pokemon to make sure... Uh, we just want to check, because last year when we did the Generations Tournament, there were people that didn't quite follow the... Uh, guidelines for uh, team building. I mean, they're just, it was honest mistakes. It wasn't somebody who was trying to like, I'm going to win this tournament online in this really fun meta uh, that nobody's going to take super seriously. We just want to check just to make sure so there's no problems with your team. That's all. So definitely do that. It's going to be a lot of fun. I like doing, the fall tournaments are always my favorite because it's always this random meta that we've just made up or something that uh, just hasn't been developed fully as a meta. Uh, like we did with Little Cup, and so I'm I'm a big fan. Uh, so definitely sign up. Uh, there's no real prize for this one. There will be for UUTC, but it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. Yeah, this sounds like a really fun tournament. I don't think I'm going to be able to participate, but uh, like I'm just thinking about well, what what would my Uber be? Yeah. What would uh, all these other pieces be? Uh, it's fun to at least think about, and yeah, yeah, so. I, I, we we did it because we're just like, well, you never get to use Mewtwo or anything, right? So. Like, let's try it out, you know? And it's, uh, we, cause we, we threw around the idea of doing an Ubers tournament and we're just like, that's not nearly as fun. No. You know, this one gives you some team building restrictions and it's, I think this is going to be a blast. So I think that's it. Uh, the other news is, uh, we do have a new merch store at, uh, T Public. You can find the link to it in the, uh, show notes. Uh, if you want to go there, there's some new Puckle merch going up there. A lot of Piddle stuff, uh, for the Puckle Draft League. Uh, but we're working on slowly getting all of our old stuff up there in a more updated style as well because this allows us to do uh, merch that has uh, colors in it, <laughs> or at least more than one. So definitely definitely check that out in the coming weeks. They're going to be updated. And um, by the time this show drops, I'm going to try to simultaneously release the uh, the Puckle shirt, like the Puckle logo. And what happens is when we put a shirt on when we put a shirt up for the first time on T Public. We, uh, it goes on sale for three days. So instead of paying $20 for this t-shirt, you can pay 14 instead. And same for the hoodies and everything else. They'll all go down in price. Definitely. I want to uh, dump, check that I out. want to dump all of my monies into T Public now. <laughs> yeah. T Public. Yeah. No, T Public's got some cool stuff. And we're also able to like sell other people's designs as well. So, um, well, we're not selling them directly, but like we get a cut because we get a commission for like bringing people to it. So I will say that T Public is like sponsoring us in that way. But if you want to support Puckle and get some cool merch in the same time, that's a cool way to do it. Uh, I'm gonna buy so much, so much stuff from them. So we're gonna cut it there, guys. We're gonna go to Puckle's Pokey Quiz though, where we're gonna quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge.
And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, the segment of the show where we're going to quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. It is a race to 30 points between our co-hosts here, and they work as a team answering questions. There are five questions. One of them was going to have a bonus point. They get one hint to use, and they can cash in that hint at the end if they get all of the questions correct for an extra bonus point if they don't use it. So um, Snag is actually within uh, winning distance today. Uh, I am, yes. <laughs> he, needs, he needs four <laughs> points. Four points, and that's it. So he's uh, he's very close. Um, he has a chance to cross that finish line, and I will remind Sublime that if you help Snag cross that finish line, your points will carry over with you into the next round. So you get you effectively get a head start for helping Snag. Um, I'm okay with that. Yeah, exactly. So um, if you guys are ready to start, uh, of course, no browsers. You have to use what's in your noggins. Nothing else. Um, and before we start. All these questions are themed on Gen 2, our topic today. So uh, I hope I hope you guys can uh, you can get them. Uh, also, some of them are from different members of the community. So let's let's jump into it. If you guys are ready, of course. Yes. All right. So yes. first question is from Linian. Hello, the legendary Pokemon on the cover mas- mascot of Pokemon Gold version once had a signature move in Sacred Fire. However, starting in Generation 6, this move is no longer a signature move of Ho-Oh. What other Pokemon can now learn Sacred Fire? Entei. Final answer. All right. Yes. I, I know that one, Snack. I got that, you. That is correct. <laughs> uh, right. it is It is Entei. All right. So, <laughs> moving on, then that's one point for you guys. Question number two. Um, this one is brought to us by a, uh, a newer member to Discord. Let me get his name real quick before I forget. Uh, Ozzy Camper Dooley. Um, so we got an Ozzy. He's gonna, he's gonna ask you guys more about Gold and Silver. Uh, Gold and Silver introduced to us an item in Generation 2 that was associated with Mewtwo, where it would boost the holder's attack stat at the cost of permanently, and I put this in quotes, confusing the holder. Uh, what item is it? And the permanently is in quotes only because it would only confuse you for 256 turns. If the battle lasted any longer than that, you would be cured of your confusion. So what item was introduced that was associated with Mewtwo in Generation 2? All right, so Uh, item with Mewtwo in Generation 2. The first one jumping out at me is Twisted Spoon. But that's probably more of an Alakazam thing. Um, Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mewtwo is... Or is like, you know it... how you have those notes on Cinnabar Island about Mewtwo's creation? Yep. Could it be something there? I have no idea. I'm not sure either. And that's tough because Gen 2, like, Mewtwo wasn't even found in those games. Um, the other thing that I'm thinking about is, like, a powder of some kind. And I don't know why that's jumping out at me, but... Um, hmm, I'm not... I'm a little perplexed myself. Uh, do we want to use our hint now, or do you want to try and uh, save it for a different one? I think we should save the hint for something where we are more likely to get the answer with the hint. Sure. Okay. Um, uh, okay, so you want to use the hint? No, we do not. Oh, okay. No. Um, let's... Is it, uh, the only thing coming to mind is like a powder of some kind or the twisted spoon, but I'm I'm really not sure on that. I can't think of anything that's a powder that would be associated with Mewtwo. Oh, maybe it has to do with DNA, since it's made out of Mew's DNA. Um, I, I, we're going to need an answer soon. 
What do you think is what do you think is best sublime? I really have no idea. Like no idea. All right. Uh let's so. uh just go with twisted spoon. Sure. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. Um you guys were getting close though because it is the berserk gene. You can oh. find it just you can find it where Cerulean Cave used to be in generation 1. Um, the Berserk Gene does that, though. It will boost your Pokemon's attack by two stages and then confu- at the cost of permanently confusing them. So, uh, let's move on, though. You guys are still at one point. Uh, this next question is worth two points and comes to you from Thatch. Thatch wrote this question. Oh, um, so kind of Thatch. Yeah, so kind of Thatch to uh, give us some, some trivia. Uh, yeah. Uh, in Generation 2, um, it is not typical for all of the Kanto Gym Leaders to give away TMs. In fact, only two of them actually do. Who are the two gym leaders in Kanto that give Oof. you TMs? That's a tough one. Um, oh, man. Um, for some reason, Brock is jumping out at me. I want to say Brock still gives you something. I feel like Janine might because she was technically a new gym leader. That's not and bad. And Blue was a new gym leader as well. Yeah, Blue. I don't think Blue would give you anything. I mean, I he doesn't really have, he doesn't have an elemental type at all. Which is why it would... Well, I mean, like... So I just beat the first gym, and Faulkner gives you Mud Slap, which isn't a flying-type move. Go figure that out. That's a good point, out. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Um, man, that's a tough question. Well, I mean, like, fortunately, there's only a limited number of answers. Yes, yes. And... Any combination of two. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Uh, let's see. I can probably safely rule out Misty. I'm pretty pretty certain about that. Um, Janine's not a bad guess. I don't recall Serge giving you one. I don't recall Erica giving you one either. Okay. Um, Although I don't know, it's been like a very long time. <laughs> well, I, well, I'm just thinking about ones who like are just kind of like so. Like Misty did have like her particular story element where you, like you had to get the machine part and then go break up her date and all that other stuff. So rude. Um, she was on a date and then you just <laughs> ruin it. Um, man. So uh, I also like Blaine doesn't stick out to me in particular. Um, I'm, I feel like it's probably Blue, Brock, or, or Janine. Janine. Well, do you want to use your clue on this one? Um, yeah, let's go ahead and use our hint. Ooh, okay. Uh, man, I have to come up with a hint now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. If you were to collect the badges, uh, in the correct order in Kanto, uh, using the Gen 1 order, these two gym leaders would be right next to each other. Oh. Uh, it would be okay. one after the other. I believe. Let me double check. I think that's correct. Well, um, the quote unquote correct gym order is suspect. Using Kanto. Oh, that's yeah. good as well. But, yeah. Um, if you use if you use like the uh, if I I believe it's the trainer card. Um, okay. Uh, the trainer card because let let me repeat it to you so that you guys know uh, what the what the order is. Oh, it's um, uh, Rock, Misty, Surge, Erica, Koga, Sabrina. Yes. Blaine, you, and, you, if you were to go through, yeah. if you were to go through the order and in, uh, in in that order, if you were to go through in that order, these two gym leaders would be con- consecutive. You'll notice everyone remembers these characters' names, not the Sinnoh gym leaders. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, what, so, what do you think about if that, with that as a hint? What do you think about Janine and Sabrina? Uh yeah, I think that could work. Should we try it? Sure. 
right, we're going to go with Janine and Sabrina. All right, that is correct on one account and unfortunately incorrect on another. Um, so the answer is Janine and Erica. Erica. Mm. Erica gives you uh, Giga Drain, and Janine, I believe, gives you probably Sludge Bomb. Uh, I was assuming I it was Toxic. Yeah, oh, Toxic is probably what she gives you. Let me double check. She probably gives you something, like, easy peasy, something nice. Um, oh, and that was the improved Giga Drain. With that was the improved Giga Drain, exactly. And 60 power. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. That So you guys are at two points today. Uh, All right. He's got it. You got to close it out here. Snag, you got to close it out. All right. Uh, let, let's see. Okay. So this next one is also from Linian. In Generation 2, Psychic Type went, out, under, went a good bit of nerf uh, compared to its Generation 1 self. Uh, the addition of Dark and Steel Type offered defensive options to uh, help, help uh, defeat the typing. But one other thing happened to the type chart concerning Psychic Types. What was it? Bug types became super effective against psychic types. Wasn't that true to begin with? I don't think that was true to begin with. Because I thought one of the things was that bug types, um, that bug types were super effective. There just weren't really any bug type attacks. I can't remember if that so was I... it, or if they made them weak to bugs and they weren't weak to bugs beforehand. They added a weakness, and so the only other options are ghost. And bug, I believe they've all they've always been weak to ghost again. And I think it's bug. And and just to be clear, that we're talking about the actual type chart, not the uh, not the in-game mechanics. Not the in-game mechanics. No, this would be because of the type chart. The type chart okay. changed. Not only did all you right. get the the dark and the steel and typing, steel. but you also got the uh, you also got another change. Something became super effective to psychic that was yes. Not super so the only player. options it's a fifty fifty between ghost and bug. And if you're saying they were always weak to ghost, then the only possibility is bug. Let's let's run with that then. I'll take it. Uh, bug is your final bug. Bug being super effective is your final answer. Yes. That is unfortunately incorrect. Darn it. Um, was it ghost? ghost? So, yeah, so it turned out psychic type what? Pokemon in Generation 1 were immune to ghost types. What? Yes. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are we sure, like, this is on the actual type chart that psychic were actually immune to it? This wasn't an in-game mechanic? Yes. This was, I mean, what do you mean by in-game mechanic? This was the type chart. This well, was, the type chart had them immune to ghost. Yes. Wow. That well, what a huge nerf with those me. whole four ghost types, right? Yeah, well, I mean, also I think the only I think the only move that would have like triggered it as well. So like you had uh, you had the same thing for bug in generation 1, right? In generation 1 you had twin needle as like your only attacking bug type move, and that was on Beedrill. You're never going to use that. Um and then the other one was uh saying ghost you had nightshade and lick. And so you weren't you weren't using nightshade and you weren't using lick. Because there are way better moves. Also, it makes it really difficult to determine if things are uh, if things were immune in Gen One as well, due to the language that they used for like uh, misses and. Um, same in like Gen that. Two. Yeah, same with I, Gen Two. I've I got a Zubat that uses Supersonic, and it says it had no effect when it missed. I believe mm-hmm. you, Thatch, but I don't believe you. <laughs> I mean, I'll send you the link. Uh, <laughs> I all right. 
I'll send you the I'll, link. I'll, 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 t- I'll look at the link, but I, I, ha- I have a guidebook somewhere that has a type chart. I think I'm going to go look at that, too. <laughs> I think it, it might lie to you, but this was the effective type chart. Maybe uh, because it might have been something that they messed up in the code, but that was uh, the case that's, of the type that's chart. What I, that's what I thought it was. it was. I thought it was more of a, a code issue than the actual type chart. But anyways, let's let's yeah. take the last question, then I'll, yeah. I'll see if I can get my – I'll fight for my point. <laughs> do it. Do it. I'll take it. I'll let it happen. Um, all right. So this next question, I always ask you guys about types. So this is a very Gen 2-themed question in that um, the answer doesn't necessarily have to be a Gen 2 Pokemon. But um, because <laughs> Steel type was introduced in Generation 2, and we also got the special, uh, the special attack, special defense split in Generation 2, I want to know what Steel type Pokemon that isn't Agislash um, has the highest special attack. Dialga has 150, so... What is um, uh, okay, so that, is, that isn't Aegislash. It's like, well, Aegislash. No, um, I mean, it's tied for Aegislash. Yeah. Unless there's something higher. Um, the I'm going through the Ultra Beast just in case because they have really r- ridiculous stats. Yeah. Arcana is physical, and Celesteela is too bulky to have an absurd attack stat. So I feel so... like it's a Dialga. I can't think of anything that might be higher. I can't think either. I want to say Sizer's physical. Um, Klefki wouldn't get that high for sure. Um, man. Is there anything that actually came, it came out in Gen 2 that would have higher, like, what about Magnazone? Is that not high enough? No, it's like 130, I think. It's definitely below 150. Okay, and Steelix is physical. Yes, um, and Steelix I... only has an 80 attack and then 200 defense. Its special defense is quite low, actually. We're doing special attack, right? No, we're doing yes. special defense. Oh, yeah, no, special, special attack. attack. Right. Special attack, defense. okay. Yeah, I think it's Dialga. Um, Let's run with it, yeah. All right, that is correct. Dialga has a base 150 special attack, and that is highest. Uh, it's tied with Aegislash. I just didn't want you guys to answer Aegislash. Um, and I wanted to, like, remove an answer. So <laughs> um, there we go. That is correct. That gives you guys three points. Snag, I will let you argue for it, though. I, was like, uh, I, I, think I know exactly where that book is. I'm going to dig it out, and I'm going to see it. what that type chart says. Do it. I just up the type chart as well and know if that was correct. But it's so sad my- because now you're going to get the um, 30 points during Game Corner. And that doesn't count, though. That doesn't count. You have what to actually be count? on the show to cross the 30. Uh, you have to be on so the show to cross 30. So I might sneak in and take it from me. Dang. I- I'll, have to take a look- I'll have to take a look at the list and, and put my name down before her. I to join you. <laughs> you could always join her as well. I could, yes. All right. But all right. Yeah, not a, okay. That is uh, that is it. Let me update the trivia score real quick. Uh, maybe maybe Snag can pull it out. Oh, I did not do the soundboard, and uh, but that does. I mean, that shifts things significantly. Let me find Sublime. Oh wow, Sublime, good for you. Um, I stopped it. Why did it do that? Uh, uh, okay, and so we're gonna reset everything. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna do. Sort sheet. Um, oops, wrong way. All right, Snag, you are still in first place uh, with 29 right. points. Unfortunately, to get that 30th point, you can't get it from Game Corner. You have to be uh. here. Uh, Whimsicott is in second place with 26 points. Jushiro Ooh. is in third place with 25 points. 
Oh, man. <laughs> Viger is in fourth place with 19 points. Sublime, you're now in fifth place with 18 points. Scrawn, you are in sixth place with 17 points. Mr. Maximus is tied with Dr. Shamu for 16 points. Bo is in ninth with 11. Basket in 10th with 7. And Gator bringing up the rear with 5. So that's where we're at. We're so close, Snag. So close. I know. I, I, like, thought, I, I thought you were going to get it today. I thought you I were going to get it. Know, you were so close too. with the Janine. You <laughs> went the wrong was, way. I know. I know we did. Uh, I'd say four was is a high mark to hit, but we'll we'll see. Yeah. Say, I'm, you I'm, hit the average. Don't yes, feel bad. No, but tell, during the break, I'm going to go grab that guidebook and oh, yeah, absolutely. I'll show it to you and I, maybe, I, maybe let it go through. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see. Right. If, it, if the, You know what? If the guidebook I, – I will, I will make it right now. If the guidebook says that ghost type – is super effective to psychic type in Gen One. I will give it to you. All right. Well, All right. So we're gonna we're gonna take a short break here, guys, and we'll be right back at you with the topic. And on to the topic, but before the topic, I would like to announce that Snag has now won, uh, get, has won Puckle, uh, Pokey Quiz. That's what it's, yep, that's, those are the yeah. words. <laughs> because he sent me, he sent me the sheet from the official guidebook from Nintendo Power that does state that it is supposed to be, uh, super effective against, uh, psychic, or Ghost is supposed to be super effective against psychic. So that's 30 points. Congratulations to Snag. Sublime's Yay! now in the lead with three points and everybody else Yay! has zero. Wait, should so, I have four if we're counting that point? Oh yeah, four. Yeah. You have four <laughs> points and everybody else has zero. There we go. Uh, it reset. That was a close one though. Like we got a lot of people up in the twenties this time. It was. And that's why so, I, I looked at the list and I'm like, oh crap, I gotta get in before Wim's got. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's at zero now, so that's uh, every oh, except for Sublime. Sublime's winning. All right, uh, you can have your coasters and eat them too one day. Um, <laughs> I will when we get to them. Uh, what do you want? What are you going to say, Sublime? I will eat off of those coasters. Uh, those coasters are cool. She makes cool coasters. Um, oh, she makes awesome coasters. Yes. Oh, I somehow turned this to dollar bills. Okay, I'll fix it later. And so <laughs> we are going to go on to the topic, though, today. Today's topic is going to be Gen 2. I wanted to talk about it last week, but we ended up getting, like, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon news, and I feel like that yeah. was more pertinent. So we have uh, – Gen 2 came out on the virtual console, and I was way more excited for that than uh, I should have been for a 20-year-old game to re-release on a 3DS. So uh, I, had a, I had a few talking points. There's a lot of things we can talk about. Um <laughs> Just because uh, you guys can feel free to just butt in whenever you want. But th- some of the things I wanted to talk about was uh, how bad these games are. Uh, <laughs> I'm so excited for these really bad games. Um, <laughs> the, the sense of nostalgia is like definitely there. But uh, a couple of things. Uh, first of all, British Gent is just feeling this more than I think anybody else is feeling this. But in Generation 2, no Pokemon learn any moves. I mean, <laughs> uh, we're, we're just so spoiled by it. I think we I think are. the big one for me was I was just like, man, I could start the game with Heracross because you can catch a Heracross really early on. Um, as soon as you get the headbutt TM, you can go and catch a Heracross. And so I was just like, man, I'll go get a Heracross. And so I caught a Heracross. I went through the trouble because they will actually flee from you. They are one of the few Pokemon, wild Pokemon that oh, will wow. just flee from battle. I didn't and realize so I spent, that. Hmm? I didn't realize that, that they yeah. could flee. I just – for Gen yeah. 2, a lot of Heracross was like uh, headbutt tree, catch it, and headbutt in the box to go. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, no, I because I caught it. I caught it after like I, it was like a couple of wild encounters, and then I finally caught it. And so I I caught it, and then I'm just like, okay, let's look up its move set and find out like what the first time it learns a fighting type move because Whitney's next, you know. <laughs> and I looked into it, and it gets like counter, and that's it. Um, it can learn Rock Smash if you go get the Rock Smash TM, but you can't get the Rock Smash TM until you beat Whitney. So, um, and we, we can talk about Rock Smash all day too. I think I have issues with the Rock Smash. Um, the way also in, in that vein, uh, to pick on, uh, your favorite thatch, uh, doesn't for alligator like not learn any, um, like doesn't for alligator run into a similar issue or just like the kind of moves aren't good for its stats. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's exactly it. Right. Um, so for alligator is definitely a, like physically attack oriented. And this was a problem with a lot of Pokemon prior to generation four. You'd have these Pokemon with these like odd stature distributions for their types because water type was always a special attack. Regardless of what water type move it was, it was a special attack. Yes. And so um, that is true for Feraligatr, right? It's it's really good at attack, physical attack, but not so good yeah. at special attack. Yeah, no, it has a right. 105 base attack where it only has a nine or sorry 79 special attack. Yeah. No, it's it's absurd. Like. <laughs> It's absolutely like the before the before that physical special split. I I like that was probably the biggest game changer in po- all of Pokemon. Like um, to this day, I will say that the physical special split that happened in Gen Four was probably probably the biggest deal. Um, Gen Four didn't bring us a lot in terms of like um, how do I want to say they didn't bring us a, they didn't bring us a lot in terms of new new mechanics. But this physical special split was definitely. Like it's it's bigger than anything they've ever added. Like I I I'd say better than Mega Evolution. And yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, so back to Rock Smash though. Um, Rock Smash is essential to get you to like a lot of places in the game, like to be able to go and get uh to go and get shuck or not to get shuckle. You can get a free shuckle, but to catch a shuckle in the wild, that's necessary. Uh, it's necessary to go release uh, Entei Soikun and Raikou upon the world. Um, and the best part is nobody learns it via level up. And it's a TM. So you can only teach it to something once. Because <laughs> it was back before TMs were reusable. Oh, man. I didn't I didn't even realize that. Wow. <laughs> I thought it was an HM at least. Yeah. Nope. No, they made it an HM in HeartGold SoulSilver because of this problem. But you need it. In order to get places, man, that's... yeah. Well, none of, no places to like necessary to beat the game, but to get to like additional places, like you wouldn't be able to catch, like I said, Soikun, Raikou, and Entei uh, unless you had Rock, Rock Smash. Um, you wouldn't be able to get them. Uh, it's also necessary, I believe, to uh, probably get through uh, the ruins of Alf as well. So there's a there's a ton of places where Rock Smash is almost necessary. <laughs> And it's it's a TM. It's a TM, and nobody learns it via level up. It'd be one thing if something else like learned it via level up, but nope. So, uh, pro tip: if you're playing gold and silver, don't let any don't let the Pokemon you teach Rock Smash to forget Rock Smash. <laughs> that is a pro tip. Yeah, wow. pro tip. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Man, that would stink if you like, uh, like rode over that move before you got to the legendary beasts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, th- th- thankfully, you can you get it right before you get to Ecrotique City. Okay, um, you get it right before because you get it from uh, an NPC 
on the Violet City side of like the pseudo Wudo intersection. Um, and he only gives it to you after you defeat slash catch pseudo Wudo. Um, also only one pseudo Wudo. Let's throw that out there. <laughs> only yep. one. And it's yep. an early encounter, so don't. This, yeah. this, yeah. <laughs> this generation Snorlax. Yeah, well, Snorla- you had two Snorlax in Generation 1. Mm-hmm. You had two chances for that. You only have one here. It's uh, it's really scat and scary. <laughs> but it's breedable, at least. So as long as you get yeah. it, you can get more. Yeah, but... no, yeah, no, no. Bre- breeding in this gen, first of all, um, I remember this when... This is the first gen with breeding, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yes. Uh, that's why they introduced a bunch of baby Pokemon, which are mm-hmm. essentially pointless in this playthrough. I like the way that they're instituted in uh, Black and White 2 better. In that you can catch them and then like they evolve into their fu- fully evolved forms. But like the way that you get uh, Elo Kid and Magby in these games is to go catch an Electabuzz and go catch a Magby and then breed them. Yeah. And that, that's just how it works because you can catch a Magmar in Ecrotique City, um, at level 14. And you just go run through the game. <laughs> and then, uh, you, uh, early in the game, you're also given that Togepi egg, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't th- I'm trying to think in that general, like, I have the egg in my my run through uh, my uh, Nuzlocke, mm-hmm. so we'll see how that goes. But I don't know if I'm gonna really focus on the Togetic very much. I don't think you should personally. I don't think Togetic gets a lot. No. Um, it wasn't until Gen Six that Togekiss really came back, and it's Togekiss, not even Togetic. Um, yeah, and I wouldn't even worry about it. Like if you're because you're doing a Nuzlocke, I wouldn't even worry about Togetic. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like you'll get the Eevee. Go get the Eevee. Yeah. You play with that. You'll enjoy that one more. Uh, that and you can get a Dratini pretty early on too. Uh, from the game corner, of course. And yes. I think this is before you could get the one with extreme speed, actually. I don't think you can get the, I don't think you can get extreme, extreme speed was a gen four introduction. Was it? Yeah. That's what I thought. I, I, yeah. I have a hard time. I had a hard time pulling apart what was gen four and what was gen two. And I, I believe extreme speed was, uh, was a gen four introduction for yeah. Dragonite. Uh, for so, uh, for uh, Nuzlocke, though, I don't think Dratini is going to be a great option just because it mm-hmm. takes a long time for it to be good. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, I mean, even even Dragonair is not great. No. And Dragon-type in general is just not great. There's not a lot of Dragon-type moves still. This was get... before Dragon was OP because there was nothing for them to do. Yeah, well, that's how they balanced it. They're just like, yeah, the typing is really great, but it can't do anything. Uh, it can't, it can't stab, you know what I mean? No stab for dragon types. You get dragon rage and I think they introduced twister this generation and that, that's like it and nothing new. (laughs) Um, but my favorite thing, my favorite thing with gen two by far, and probably one of the most nostalgic things, first of all, is just like the lighting they did for day, midday and nighttime. Mm -hmm. I can't, I'll never get over those. Those are just so nostalgic for me. Just like the way that they did it, because it's so it's so drastic compared to like today's games. Today's games, like um, for the better or worse, seem way more natural in terms of their lighting when yeah, they change the daytimes. Like you get this nice orange glow uh, at like the the twilight hours. Exactly, and like it, it's just a much more natural. This one was just so much harsh, harsher, and unexpected. I remember because I got the games as uh, as a kid. Like I got it like at a night, right? And so I mm-hmm. played through it at night, and I could just remember like all the windows being like brightly lit. And mm-hmm. all of these other things, because you know it's nighttime in that game, and then when mm-hmm. you play in the morning, you know it's morning. And uh, I, I don't know. I'm also a big fan of Animal Crossing, so like, like this is the way that they handled time in Gold and Silver. I think is perfect compared to how they've handled it anywhere else in Pokemon. 
um, just because there's so many events that are based on time. Yeah. Uh, that they don't do that anymore. Like you have, you have a lot of events based on day in, uh, in gold and silver and, uh, like sun and moon and going on in the franchise throughout the franchise. You have these times of days events mm-hmm. or day events, but not, never like certain times of day. Um, and as an animal crossing friend that, that really gets to me, right? Like I really love that kind of stuff. Like, oh man, if I wake up at 6am, I can catch this, you know? <laughs> Mm-hmm. And because uh, now you don't really have that morning thing where it cuts off at 10 a.m. Uh, it, it's like day and night. Like those are the two options you have. And even then the exclusives aren't that different anymore. These are drastic wild Pokemon changes. I think the only way to catch a Ladybug in silver version is to play in the morning from like yeah. 5 a.m. Yeah. to 10 a.m. Only way to catch a Ladybug. Um, stuff like or that. I'm a really I'm a big fan, fan of the line that Nurse Joy tells you if you go to the Pokemon mm-hmm. Center at night. Like, oh I gosh. remember that as a kid. And when she said it to me while I was replaying it, I was like, oh, there it is. I was very excited. But I was like, oh, you're up late. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> tell you. And I'm like, ugh. I'm an adult. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, there's a uh, – no, there, there's uh, the time mechanic. I, I just can't believe they, they somehow, like, messed it up like that, you know? Like I, it, it's just it wasn't as good, especially Gen three, because they kind of removed it entirely in Gen three, minus the tides. And Generation two was just like a really great place that they did it. Generation four, they tried to bring it back. It wasn't super successful in the terms of it wasn't like Gen two. That's one thing. Uh, but daily events, the daily events are, I also think, the best daily events in all of Pokemon. And I am hoping that they bring daily events back in Gen eight. Like hardcore, just like this one. Like if they did a bug catching contest in yeah, Gen they 8, need they need more things like the bug catching contest. That'd be really really good. Just something that makes you come back every couple of days, you know, so that you can't sit there and blow through the game in like twenty four hours. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like because with Sun and Moon, you could have definitely have like spe- like just sped through it in like the first twelve hours after release, and you could have beaten the whole thing. And like this one is just like oh, but there's an event that happens on Tuesday, and I'm playing it on a Monday. And, you, you know, it's just stuff like that. I really like that. Um, bug catching contest for those of you who are new to this game, which some of, some of our listeners are. They haven't played it before, and it makes me feel old. Bless um, your hearts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so uh, you have uh, you have bug catching contests on t- uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Um, my One of the big ones, I think, is you can catch a Lapras in Union Cave on, uh, on Fridays. Friday? Yeah, uh, which is really cool. I'm a big fan of that one. Uh, you can go catch the Clefairy Dance at Mount Moon on Mondays where there's a rock that you can rock smash. So remember the rock smash pro tip. Um, and when you smash it, you get a moonstone. Um, and then uh, there's these daily swarms that can happen because you can only ke- keep 10 phone numbers in your Poke gear. And so and you want certain phone numbers to get you want things certain like numbers, Dunsparce. Dunsparce, Meryl. Meryl, Yanma, Snubble, um, Quillfish, and Remoraid. Uh, these are things that are like incredibly rare too. I, I'm super happy that they brought back these kinds of rarities in Sun and Moon, uh, because I really hated like the worst percentage chance of you finding anything in Pokemon until Sun and Moon was five percent as of late. And uh, back in the day, back in Gen six or Gen two, like there was one percent chance to find a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then worse in Gen three, you had Feebas. So let's not even start with Feebas. Let's not. Let's um, just... But uh, I will probably say that I have a I caught a Gen three Feebas. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, if you go to Mount Mortar, there's Hiker Perry. You want him for Meryl. 
uh, Bug Catcher Arnie on Route 35 for Yanma, uh, Hiker Anthony for Dunsparce at Dark Cave, Route 38, you want Schoolboy Chad for Snubble, uh, you want Quillfish for Ralph on Route 32, and Remoraid Route 44 uh, with Fisher Wilton. There we go. Boom. Covered it. <laughs> Um, also a daily event. You know how um, we have items today like oh, yeah. soft sand, never melt mm-hmm. ice, that sort of thing? I'm pretty sure there are people that appear in the world only one day a week mm-hmm. uh, for each day of the week to get seven of those type boosting items. And Gen yep. did introduce items. Yes. Uh, and yeah, those are the, the uh, weak siblings. I forget yes. the exact nomenclature, but I have like Tuscany on Tuesday and Monica on Monday and all, all that stuff. And yeah, they they give you items. And in the Gen 4 remakes, uh, you get um, ribbons for your Pokemon for seeing them mm-hmm. on those days. Dude, these games were the best. And like, there's, there's a reason a lot of people herald like HeartGold SoulSilver as like the best games in the franchise. And it's because the remakes of this, like they, they up the ante on these. They went and took all the good stuff that came from Pokemon in the past two generations and then added in that to Gen 2. It wasn't like – it was festooning Gen 2, not so much uh, – not so much uh, like remaking it. That was the best yeah. one. Yeah, and I, I would say like the – like these Johto games aren't aren't my personal favorite games, but I do appreciate that, yeah, these are the, the best they've ever really been. Or the, yeah. the remakes, I should say. But, I mean, they're still based off of this, and some people still consider these to be the best games. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think I think Harkles and Silver are really good games. They did a lot of things. Um, I Like, there were a couple of things that they removed. Uh, one of the, I, I, They did so many things right, though. Let me tell you. I was really disappointed with the amount of stuff they left out of Ormega, Ruby, Alpha, Sapphire. Because of what Heart Gold and Soul Silver did, like the big item that I really missed from Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire was the Game Boy Sounds item, like the equivalent of that. They put that in uh, Heart Gold Soul Silver so that you could listen to the old eight bit music, and that just blew me away. Because this music, like this is the music for me. Because Gold and Silver was were when I really got into Pokemon, when I really started to try to understand things, and um, this was just. The music just blows me away. It's much more nostalgic for me than red and blue music. Um, it, it is. It essentially is red and blue music, but with like some upped up, uh, uh, with some better, with some better sounds. Uh, speaking of uh, music, I'm also looking forward to at the end of I think the end of this year. I think it's holiday season. The mm-hmm. same guy who did the Pokemon yes. uh, red and blue recreated mm-hmm. is going to be coming out with the gold and silver one too. So I'm, yes, I'm hyped up for is. that. Yes, he is. Uh, his name is Braxton Burks. He is doing that, and it's. Uh, I think he's he's not calling it like Johto reorchestrated or anything. He's calling this one, I think, Johto Symphony. And absolutely, it's December, December this year. He's coming out with Johto Symphony. I will buy it day one. I like, most likely will also. <laughs> I, I will buy it day one. I I bought Canto Symphony when it came out, and I was really happy with it. It was, it is definitely the orchestrated version of Pokemon music. Yeah, uh, Doctor Adno was actually just listening to that this morning. Yeah, it it is a fantastic album. I am so I am a fan of that entirely, and I I mean I'm a fan of the eight bit music in general, and he captured that really well in a very good symphonic way. And it, yeah, it, it's just fantastic. So I I do suggest if you haven't already go go purchase it. We should see if we get him on the show for an interview. Uh, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, um, but well, yeah, no, I I I should say we should buy it. And uh, well, I we've actually we've almost hit twenty minutes already. Um. Mm-hmm. 
So well, I guess so we few, should... <laughs> so few things that we've actually said, but yeah, yeah fo- folks, if you have a chance, uh, definitely uh, download these games. Um, if you want a really cool theme, get it from Amazon. Or that like, one is I, really cool. Yeah, I I, I was originally uh, planning to get it, get these just from the eShop and downloading them that way, but then I I saw that theme. I have to have that theme. It, it features all of the Man. Johto gym leaders as well as like a lot of the main characters in the game. So and I talk about themes all the time on the podcast because I already mentioned the other ones that you get for just buying them from the eShop. Uh, but you also can get those through I believe what's it called now? It's like My Nintendo something. And yeah. So, that's the way to do it. It's definitely the way to do it. Um, all right. Uh, before we quit, though, like, what are you? You guys are both playing through it right now, right? Uh, Trying to. I want to know. I want to know what you brought and what Pokemon you have, and what you're what you're hoping to get. We can start um, with Snag, because you're Nuzlocking. Uh, I'm I'm attempting to Nuzlocke. Um, uh, so I I bought both gold and silver because you know I've got to catch them all. Um, yeah, I I'm I'm in the same boat. <laughs> um, so I I have both games, but gold gold is my game, and uh, so I started out with a uh, a Cyndaquil, which uh, for those of you who are familiar with the Adventure Zone podcast, I named it Taco. <laughs> And um, I also, uh, the first Pokemon that I caught is a Pidgey, which uh, I'm, I'm trying to do an Adventure Zone themed thing. Her name is Lucretia. So, mm-hmm. um, and that's basically my team right now. I got one other one, but uh, we'll, we'll see how that Bellsprout does. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Sublime? I also chose Cyndaquil, but I, it was partially because um, Gen 2 mechanics. And uh, Scarcity yes. Fire Types was in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, when I played Heart Gold, I chose Totodile because of the physical special split. But prior to that, I'm like, no, I do not want for Alligator. I do not want to <laughs> play through this game with for Alligator. Um, and I have so far caught a Hoot Hoot, a Geodude, and a Zubat. And I'm naming them after colors. So my Cyndaquil is named Vermilion. Ooh. My uh, Geodude is named Gainsborough, which is a shade of uh, gray or brown. Surprise fact. Hmm. Um, my Zubat will be named Amethyst for when it eventually becomes a Crobat. And my Hoodoot, I don't care because I'm going to drop it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm really I looking pick... forward to catching Wooper because I have a Wooper mm-hmm. in Puckle PTU. Yeah. Uh, I picked up uh, I picked up Totodile because I have to. You really do. Uh, you because do. nostalgia. Uh, yeah. Well, Shamu wants me to do a playthrough with him. And I haven't done it yet, and so I'm gonna have to play like another playthrough with Totodile, and I'm not, I'm not looking forward to it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, uh, so there's a, uh, yeah, I picked Totodile. I've got, I've got a col- uh, a Golbat right now. One day it'll be a Crobat. One day. I have to remember how friendship mechanics work in this one if it's any different. And then there's, uh, I have a Magmar. Um, I'm running with him a chop right now. I might drop it later on. I haven't decided yet. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be really good against Jasmine, though. So I'm thinking about just keeping it. And then we have, uh, oh my gosh, who else do I have? I have, I have a full team of six now. Um, because I've been playing the game. Uh, oh, I picked up an Oddish that is going to inevitably be a Blossom. Uh, and then I've got one more Pokemon that is a Pokemon. Uh, Totodile is a Croconaw now. I forget. I, I'm not going to be able to tell you guys. <laughs> I have it though. <laughs> and so um, uh, that that is the Pokemon world for you, let me tell you. Uh, 
I, as Nag said, though, pick up the games if you haven't already. And I think that's where we'll cut it, unless you guys want to say anything else. I have a, I have... Go ahead, oh, Please, go, you do head stacks. Okay. Um, mine is a quick pro tip if you are trying to do friendship. I remember mm-hmm. when I was trying to complete uh, the Pokedex in generation. Um, so what you need to do is when you go to the Haircut Brothers, mm-hmm. you have a chance of either having like an open haircut, a moderate or a really good one. You can save beforehand and reset and do that, so you can always okay. get the best haircut. So there's your there's your pro tip for um, raising happiness. Good. What were you going to say, Sublime? Uh, it's a fun way to get a Regenerator ho and Multi-Scalupia. Uh, it's true. It is a good Ooh. way. That is a good way. I think the only way you get them before was Dream Radar. So yeah, definitely, definitely get your uh, get your ho and your uh, regenerate your regenerator ho and your multi scale lugias. All right, guys, we're gonna take a short commercial break and we'll be right back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. We're gonna catch you on the flip flop. Hey, Narker, could you tell me what time it is? Sure, let me just check my Rogue and Roll Rolex. Whoa, that's such a cool watch. I know, Rogue and Rolla and Rolex. Combined to build this awesome Rogue and Roller Rolex. That's so cool. But but it doesn't look like a Rolex. Rolling and Roller. That's because it's made from Rogue and Roller's tears. What? They cry? Every single time. Every single time what? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Poke of the episode. And on to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon this week is National Dex number 157, Typhlosion, the Volcano Pokemon. The Ruby and Sapphire Pokedex entries stay, ty- say, Typhlosion obscures itself behind a shimmering heat haze that it creates using its intensely hot flames. This Pokemon creates blazing explosive blasts that burn everything to cinders. I totally didn't realize that it was the Volcano Pokemon until just now. <laughs> And I just think about how absurd that classification is for it. Um, it makes sense why it learns eruption now, which is probably the only way to run it competitively. Um, because the way to run uh, Typhlosion is to either choice specs or choice scarf it now and just click eruption. Um, eruption, fire blast, hidden power grass, and focus blast. Um, eruption actually doesn't get on too many Pokemon, surprisingly. It's no, like it's a on, very rare move. It's, uh, it's on, I think, uh, Camerupt... Um, I think Entei gets it somehow, Groudon gets it, Heatran, uh, Typhlosion, and Torkoal. I think those are the only ones that get it. And, I mean, base 150 power if you get it off, uh, before you get hurt, which is a very realistic possibility, actually, in the NU tier where Typhlosion lies, and it's <laughs> base 100 speed. He is probably one of the best, like, Pokemon in terms of stat spreads that I've seen, I've seen in NU. So that's well, it has Charizard's exact stats, as we may mm-hmm. recall. That's true. Yes. That's true. It is Charizard's stats with a much better typing than Charizard. Uh, IMO. But, yeah, poor poor Typhlosion. Poor Typhlosion. And, yeah, it gets uh, Eruption. That That's kind of the way to run it. It gets Inferno as well. But do you never run Inferno. Why would you ever run Inferno? Don't run Inferno. Uh, <laughs> don't run Inferno. Please don't run Inferno. And... Yeah, I mean, it's it's an alright Pokemon. It's it's not great. It's nothing like to write home about, but it's cool. It's nostalgic. Uh, I wish his resting sprite had like the flame collar now, 
Yeah. Um, like it's old sprites used to, like the old static sprites. Just because without it in like X and Y and Sun and Moon, it just makes it look so derpy. Uh, I mean, I know you do get it in the GIF, you know, but it looks so derpy without the collar, like without the flame collar. The flame collar, absolutely. It, it really does. And that's uh, that's something that I don't like about the, like the 3D sprites. It's not until they're, they're actually doing something that some of those things, you know, the, in this case, fires up. I think the 3D sprites in general just didn't work well on a lot of the aged Pokemon. Like a lot of the uh, cartoonish Pokemon, you know, um, I don't think it, I don't think it did well when they transferred. And uh, I mean, that, that's just something that's going to happen when you go to 3D, though. You know, <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, give me uh, Pokemon Stadium X and we can uh, <laughs> we can we can do it again. I Honestly, I'm super psyched for uh, for Gen 8 to be on Switch. I can't wait to uh, when we inevitably get to like Piddle Season 17. Uh, <laughs> just play that on my TV, play my matches on my TV. So that'll be exciting. Yes, that'll be exciting. But Typhlosion doesn't have any cards right now. I don't. Yes, it does. I, I think it does. Act- yeah, it, it does. Say, it, the breakthrough it has card, a quite notable card at that. Yeah, it is. That is actually a notable card. Yeah, it's the break. It's from Breakthrough. Go for it, Sublime. I'll let you do it. Um, I'm talking off the top of my head because I don't have it in front of me, but it's a really fun cheese deck with Typhlosion. Yeah. I forget the name of the move, but basically uh, massive you eruption. Discard, yes, you discard a bunch of cards from the top of your deck. I think it five might be cards. five. And for each fire energy that you discard, you do is it fifty or more? I can't recall. Eighty. Eighty. Yeah. So you do eighty wow. damage for the number of fire energies. It's such a fun cheap way. deck. I mean, it's it not is. good. It's a very fun cheese deck that is not going to win you anything, but is a lot of fun to play. Yeah, that's definitely a lot of fun to play. It's uh, Typh- that, that, Typhlosion deck is, and you can probably build it pretty cheap right now. I think too. It's uh, it's not that expensive to make. Um, the hard part is sounds, just getting all the Typhlosions out. That actually sounds like a, a lot like a kind of cheese deck that I'm going to make once so we get a Crimson and Crimson Invasion. Are you talking about the Guzzlord deck? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, it's very similar to the Guzzlord deck. The Guzzlord deck's going to be better than this one. Yes, it is. Because they have to evolve Guzzlord. And you can also get three prizes, in, or three or four prizes in one attack. Yeah, exactly. So the Guzzlord deck's way better than this one. But that is uh, that is Typhlosion. Do we get any fun trivia on Typhlosion? Let me see. Uh, I'm trying to think here. It has some information about it being a starter and being the it only... Is the only. It's the only single type fully evolved fire starter. We mentioned already that they have the uh, has the same stats as Charizard. Um. It is also uh, the same base stat total as um, – oh, it also shares the same base stat total with Infernape, uh, but the stats differ itself. Um, Typhlosion. Yeah. Uh, it shares the Volcano Pokemon with Kulava and Entei. So, I mean, if you have a Typhlosion and Entei, they're basically the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that is it. Uh, it. It learns Eruption as well. So if you guys want to learn more about Pokemon – Go ahead and check or Typhlosion in general. Check out Sometimes I Fly's article on PucklePodcast.com. And while you're at it, read all the other awesome articles that are being written at PucklePodcast.com. So we are going to switch on over, guys, to the mailbag. So let's go do that. It's mail time. It's time for the mailbag. Send in your emails. Check your inbox. 
It's time for the mailbag. Mail. And on to the mailbag. The mailbag is always is brought to you by the energy drink Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. 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 Darn it. Sublime. You're so slow. Time. Every time. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and as always, we'll get the Green Taurus badge and anybody we deem worthy. For those of you new to the show, the mailbag segment is where we rate, list, read listener emails. If you send us one at pucklepodcast at gmail.com, we'll probably read it. We typically give you guys a prompt, but you can write whatever you want. Uh, we appreciate listening to your hype on Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon and your excitement about Gold and Silver. Um, our question last week was I totally forgot um, because I don't think anybody Mantine answered Surf. it. Uh, oh, Mantine Surf. Are you excited about Gold Mantine Surf? But people still send us emails anyway, so I'm okay with it. So uh, without further ado then, we're going to jump right on into our first email from Grimmixcore. Good day, Thatch and Fuckle crew. After seeing the Mantine Surf mechanic in the new Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon trailer, I was very excited. It seems like a fun little, middle, uh, fun little mini game, and I am sure people will spend far too much time working, on, working to hit high scores and doing tricks. So true. Um, I'm going to play that game. I don't, I don't care. People were complaining about it. I'm like, just fly then. Yeah. I, uh, and with, with Mantine Surf, like part of me is like, well, do you really need the, the point system and whatnot? And probably you don't like, it reminds me of mm-hmm. almost of that, uh, bike mechanic that you had in, in Hoenn where oh, you yeah. try to uh, go down the path as quickly as you can, but without running into things. Yeah. So just kind of a fun little, yeah, yeah it's just one of those. I mean, that's what Pokemon games have. Um, Apart from the fun it brings to the main series games, I'm also excited for the inevitable Mantine GX card we'll get in the TCG. All the other ride Pokemon got one, so why not Mantine? To keep up with the Remorade love and the lore that you seem to all, you all seem to enjoy, its GX need a GX attack needs to be called Remo Rocket and should be required by require the discarding of a Remorade from your hand to use. In return, it will deal a massive 250 damage. That would be actually really cool. Uh, it wouldn't be useful, but it'd be really cool. Well, with that hope thrown out there, let's hope for the folks at let's hope the folks at Pokemon are listening. As always, much love from the Great White North, Grimix Core. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, Mantine with Remoraid has always been one of my favorite things. <laughs> um, that like they got rid of the artwork recently. Did you know that? Like in Gen Four, they stopped drop they dropped the Remoraid from the no, from the Mantine artwork. It's, it's not in any of the sprites. And that was the that was the generation they brought in uh, Remoraid evolving Mantike into Mantine. So that's really sad. Oh well. Uh, uh, Snag, you want to grab this next one from Shira? I love listening to her emails. They're great. Yes. Greetings, Thatch, and magnificent magnificent co-hosts. Thank you. <laughs> First off the bat, thank you to Fluffy for trading me some great stuff. I still have some surplus in my stock. Let me know if you need anything for building teams for Battlecast or anything. I have a ton of bulky Growlithe since I'm shiny breeding again. Next goal is a shiny female hidden ability Eevee for a beautiful green Espeon. I've uh, been at it for a while. You know, I'm not going to... Con- uh, this is Snag talking, Shira. I'm not going to criticize your uh, uh, your tastes but i really don't like that color on espion i love no. shiny i love shiny leafeon uh no leafeon, that's fine this is this espion. Is shiny espion so oh this is like oh, you're right i was thinking of green because leafeon's like almost the exact same color just like slightly different sure yes yeah. but so it, basically she's getting you know schrodinger's cat there so oh, really? <laughs> um 
When I'm listening to the uh, last episode of the podcast, I heard your funny joke about age. It's a strange thing, because like you said, I'm way in my 30s, and I've been playing for like 20 years. Since I live in Denmark, it's a small Pokemon community, and I would feel awkward mingling with people who are so much younger than me, even if Pokemon is a very open and friendly community. What are your thoughts about that? As we said earlier, I'm I'm running a Pokemon club with teenagers. Yeah, (laughs) no, I mean, I'm... I know we have a lot of people like we were talking about in the show who are uh, just playing gold and silver for the first time. I'm, I'm a fan of like the younger community coming in now. Like I'm not going to come and like invite them to my house to hang out or anything. Right. But like, <laughs> not, I, not till several, several years later. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Ethan. Uh, <laughs> and no, but I, I'm a fan of younger people getting into the, you know, if they want to come and compete and have some fun, it's a good time. And what I think I would want to do is, uh, I know when I was in like uh, middle school and high school, I was really more of a closet Pokemon fan. Mm-hmm. I only knew of like one other person or like two people in my school who were playing it, so I didn't advertise it that much. But really, and we've said this several times on the podcast before, like teenagers need to just do what they enjoy. And yep. And so, really, if you are as the adults and like we know how it goes, I think we should be advocates for younger people. Like, yeah, love Pokemon and wear it proudly. So mm-hmm. definitely. All I'm right. such a big fan of that. And it's a better time or ever to wear it proudly because PokemonCenter.com exists. That's so. right. All right. Anyways, let's, let's get back to the email. We're not even ha- halfway through it yet. Yes. <laughs> the new U Sun and Moon trailer looks great, even if I am scared of the new Ultra Beasts. They look really creepy. Come on, a wall with eyes and a clown thing, which is a blend between a bubblegum machine and Edward Scissorhands? I'm going to have so much fun with Mantine surfing, that'll be hype. I wish you could take off the dorky helmet thing, though. Well, you always got to remember safety. Safety first. Safety, yeah. <laughs> safety. Whenever you surf, you got to wear your bike helmet, Okay. Or or if um, a champ is carrying you. <laughs> oh my gosh, that one's so awkward. Like I didn't think it was a thing at first when I was playing, because like you see this older lady with like a champ with a champ push one early on in the game. I didn't think that was a real thing. I just thought it was really odd that this Machamp was carrying her. And then and then later on we get Machamp push. I'm like no. <laughs> Uh, I love the Pikachu hat events. They are really cute. A nice person already traded me my favorite region hat, with uh, which is the Unova one. Yeah, yeah, bring on the hate. Fifth gen, fifth gen was great. Uh, I had a good RPG. It had a good RPG feel to it, and N was an amazing character. We also get a bunch of great Pokemon's uh, in that gen, like Ferrothorn, Gigalith, which looks awesome, shiny, and Garbodor really grew on me. Also, Meloetta is one of my favorite legendaries. I use it in the no-holds tourney, and if you can get the room to set up the pirouette form, it's very good. It's fast and hits like a truck. Yeah, uh, as much as I do uh, rag on Gen 5 from time to time, I mm-hmm. like they came out with some really good designs in Gen 5, so uh, I'll, no, I'll no, buy the, like, like They were like hit-or-miss designs. Like, they Speed were either... is like the pinnacle of Pokemon design to me. Well, we, uh, like we got some good ones and we got some bad ones. Like, how many times do you have to copy and paste a monkey? Like, yeah. Okay, so like it's just kind of that stuff. Like they they did a lot of copy and pasting in uh, Gen Five to get to that one hundred and fifty number that they wanted to get to. Yeah, and that that's my problem with Gen Five. Like, as from like an additional Pokemon perspective. Yeah, but uh, like I said, you get good things like Braviary is pretty cool. Mandibuzz is a is a really fun design. Mm-hmm. Um. Bisharp and Ponyard, I think those are really good. So, mm-hmm. uh, and the the Electros line, 
And Snivy, lest we forget. <laughs> lest we forget. <laughs> and, and Whimsicott. <laughs> and Whimsicott, yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, I just saw that there's a new episode of Battlecast out today, which would have been Thursday. I love some feedback on my new VGC 17, uh, 17 team. It's attached. Uh, it's just doing terrible on Battlespot. Thank you for your great work, and see you on the flip-flop. Love, Shira. Oh, we'll definitely take a look at that next time on Battlecast. That's not until, like, a while, though. Uh, but thank you for sending it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we appreciate it. Um, all right, uh, Sublime, you want to get this last one from Phoenix Scyther? Definitely. Hello, Parkle. I'm sure you're all doing well and enjoying the nostalgia of gold and silver. And we are. Yes. I made my um, major mistake of introducing it to my fiancé, and now I have lost my 3DS. Whilst she beats all those stupid bellheads and tries <laughs> to pass the stupid ruins of Batman's butler. <laughs> mm, yeah. As for Ultra Sun Ultra Moon info release, I do like the idea of the Mantine uh, minigame, but I am hoping there is a skip option for the times you can't be bothered. Same. I guess you could just fly. True. Although, speaking of flying, I do hope they bring back the Latios Latios style flying option they had in Oras. That I did miss. It'd be really cool if it was I- with Charizard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I want it with Charizard. Don't need Latios, Latios. I'm also hoping the new Ultra Beast could mean a couple more Alolan forms. Maybe a couple of Gen 2s would be nice. Anyway, enjoy playing Pockin. Uh, Phoenix's Scyther. Dude, I think I think this is more evidence that like we could get Gen 2 Pokemon like Alolan forms. Mm-hmm. I'd be so yeah. down. Yeah, with the, the new intro, uh, the new uh, Ultra Beast being introduced, I, I think it's really promising that we could get some more. And they're probably holding off till. Uh, probably late this month to drop that mm-hmm. type of info. Yeah, so I, well, not even late so this month. Like, oh, I guess well, you mean October. You're right. I do mean yeah. October. This is yes. coming out in October. I keep forgetting that we aren't. The show is coming out in October. It is now <laughs> uh, past Thatch, and it is September. So, um, yeah, no, it's. Uh, I think I think around the time mid month, mid month, we'll find something. Yeah, like in two weeks when Coro uh, Coro inevitably leaks. So we'll finally get something, um, and it'll probably be. It'll either be another mechanic change or it's going to be like, hey, look, here's Alolan Chikorita. Yeah. Um, probably not Chikorita. They don't touch the starters. Like The starters are sacred. Until they give them Megas. Until they give them Megas. <laughs> megas are fine. That's fine. You're not tiffering with like the original design. You know? Uh, so let's uh, – I guess that's it for the for the mailbag this week. Um, I guess the only person that didn't have it was Grim X-Core. Uh so he can get it didn't, if he wants for his. Didn't we? No, I'm. I might be thinking incorrectly about that because wasn't he the one who had that uh, sick burn on both of us? No, are you talking else? about? Are you talking about the 300 show? Yeah. No, that was Sludge Cake. Oh, that was Sludge Cake. Okay, never mind. I yep. I apologize for getting those mixed up. Yep, Grimmick score. Yeah, Grimmick score. You can go grab it if you want. Uh, grab it at the website. So if you guys want, though, you can have more Puckle in your life. Uh, next week, you guys can email us at PucklePodcast and gmail.com and tell us what you've been doing in Gen 2. Uh, we're, we're curious to hear, and I'm really excited to see if you have played it before or if you haven't, like what your impressions are. So definitely send that to PucklePodcast at gmail.com. In the meantime, though, you can check us out on a number of different platforms. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Reddit, and all those links are at our website, PucklePodcast.com. In addition to that, if you want to come and hang out with us during the week, we are pretty much always there you can check us out on discord uh the link to the discord is in the show notes below you can also find it on our website as well 
Um, it's a great place to come and talk to us. You can find out who the co-hosts are going to be that week as well because we keep the sheet posted there for everybody to see. And I don't think we have anybody signed up yet for next week. Uh, Maximus get... is down on the list. Oh, never mind. And I lied. I, I... If I hadn't uh, pulled out the trivia at the last moment, I was going to sign up again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so uh, we have that, and uh, it, it's a great time. We love doing it. That's how you can find out about a lot of Puckle events first is through the Discord and through our social media. Um, if you haven't already, uh, check us out on Twitch. Uh, four of us uh, hang out there right now. It's uh, me, Jushiro, Scrawn, and Shamu. We're all on Twitch. On different days, you can check that out at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast. There's also a link to our uh, streaming schedule as well. It's really cool. Um, it's spec.me slash thepucklepodcast. It's really cool. Um, it tells you like how long until the next stream and stuff. It's, I like it. It's a nice little app. Finally, uh, we actually have YouTube content now. Uh, so you can check us out at YouTube, youtube.com slash pucklepodcast or slash channel slash pucklepodcast. Uh, we've been doing daily content out there. If you're on our Discord server, you'll also get linked to that as well. If you're a patron, uh, which is our next segue, you get those videos a day early. So remember that as well. Um, if you want to become a patron and help monetarily, help the podcast monetarily, anything helps. Uh, you can do so over at patreon.com slash buckle podcast. Check out our reward tiers. It's a great place to go. If we get, I think we set the bar at like $500 a month or something like that, we're going to make Shamu miserable and make him shiny hunt. So... <laughs> Again? Try to make uh, again, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, we did it, we did it for followers, um, but now we're gonna we set it for patrons as well, just because it's fun to make him do it. Uh, <laughs> anytime I like, I want there to be like, I want a bunch of things to happen all at once, so he's got to like shiny hunt like six Pokemon all at once, um, <laughs> and see how that works out. Um, but that yeah, that's it for today. Oh wait, uh, I did forget. Don't forget, guys, our new store T Public. You can check that out. Um, in the show notes as well. Um, you can purchase any sh- uh, shirt that you see there. It helps out Puckle in any way that you can. And as, as of this, re- as of the episode release, you will be able to purchase a new Puckle shirt, like the Puckle logo, straight Puckle shirt, um, in color this time, as opposed to the white version you could purchase before from the store at a discounted rate for the next three days. So definitely hop on that while you can. Um, just wanted to make sure people got there and you can also buy some, uh, Puckle, uh, the Puckle Draft League stuff. So we, um, so thanks for listening, everybody. I appreciate you guys being here and listening. I appreciate, uh, Snag and Sublime being here as well. So also, if you want to see yeah. a, a copy of the type chart that I was using, yes. as it said it came from the Nintendo power that is going to drop that in the show notes on the website. So if you have a chance to check it out and you can see how silly Gen 1 was. Yeah, exactly. So I guess for now, I'm Trainer Thatch. I am Professor Snake. And I am Sublime Man. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.